0: Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell. Tina Mitchell, MLO145420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now, in the studio, local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell.
1: Welcome to The Money Art, 1150 AM, KKNW, the Saturday, August 13th show. You can also listen to my podcast, Facebook premiere show, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on upcoming events, you can go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how they can impact your money. If you are hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I am here to answer any questions or more importantly, to connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at one eight five five. Four hundred eleven fifty. Again, that's 41150 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now our lineup for today's show: We'll be having a panel conversation with both of my guests, Michael Lee Bowitz of Magnetic Mind Studio, and Rose Harrow of Rose Harrow Coaching. Also, I'll be having a conversation with Michael: How to promote your business and get a hell yeah. And my followed conversation with Rose, success from the inside out. Also, if you're watching my show on our Facebook premiere or my YouTube channel, I would like to take this opportunity to introduce my producer over at Hubbard Radio Benny. Hi, Tina. Good to see you again. Good to see you too. Yeah. A couple of weeks uh, since I've seen you.
0: Did a little camping with the kids. I think Nathan did a, an amazing job. I actually saw the video. So Awesome. Awesome. All around.
1: Yeah. You taught them well. Thank you so much. (laughs) And also I want to give a big shout out for my director of marketing, Becky. Hi, Tina. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you to both of you. The show would not uh, be here if not for both Benny and Becky and all of the things that they do behind the scenes. Great information and great guests in studio. For more information on any topic discussed, please call the show at one Again, that's one or you can go online at themoneyhour.com. And now we'll go ahead and start up the show as I do each week with a little bit of money chat.
0: Money money.
1: I have shared before some snippets that I found on the media that are just not right. The media has been stating that we're heading for a housing crash, but I don't believe that this is the case at all. Majority of the media is fear-based because fear sells. Paper clicks pay, and the headlines headlines listed are to get you to click on those articles. Some information they state is just plain wrong, and other information they only give half of the facts, so it's not the full picture. We are seeing a more normalized market and this is a good, this is good for our housing and it's especially good for buyers. This is a hidden opportunity for buyers that could be a missed opportunity if you don't take action now. And if you're a seller and you are buying up, if you're buying and selling at the same time, you are never going to be in a buyers and sellers market at the same time. So if you're buying a more expensive home, and you're buying and selling at the same time, you want to do it in today's market, not yesterday's market. Because if you sold when we were having a crazy seller's market, yes, you would have gotten a crazy deal on the house that you sold. But to even get an offer accepted, and if you did, paying 1 dollars $300,000 over asking price on that more expensive home, you would have lost on the buyer's side. In today's market, when the market is shift and it's more of a buyer's market, some say a balance, some say a buyer's market, but we're kind of right in there. You're not going to get as much on the home that you sell, but that's the less expensive property. You're going to get a great deal on the one that you're buying. So you're going to win on one side or the other. If you're buying and selling, you want to do it in a buyer's market. If you're buying and selling at the same time, you want to do it in a buyer's market, not a seller's market. Now, yes, mortgage interest rates have increased, but historically, during a recession, they decrease. If you look back at history, every recession that we've had, with the exception of the 2008 financial meltdown and the Great Recession of 2008, with that exception, every other recession interest mortgage interest rates have gone down financial meltdown obviously because the bank is what caused the banks is what caused that now i believe that rates will go down in the next 12 to 24 months and at that time you can just turn around and refinance but you were able to lock in your home appreciation you can date the rate but you can marry your home You manage your home and I'll manage your loan. I would like to be the sunshine when what you may be hearing others talk about is bad weather. I'm the rainbow that my clients may not see, so not to miss an opportunity that follows. Tina Mitchell here, and that is your Money Chat. Coming up next on the Money Hour panel conversation with my two guests, Michael Lebowitz of magnetic mind studio and rose harrow of rose harrow coaching right here on eleven fifty a.m kknw
2: have something important to say want to help improve our world need to promote your business uniquely and effectively kknw is the answer Our staff helps broadcasters and podcasters create professional sounding audio. Bring your talent and let our experts help you craft a radio show or podcast that best delivers your message. Learn more at 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com. KKNW, talk variety that's live and local. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150.
0: You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell.
1: You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM, KKNW, the Saturday, August 13th show. You can also listen to my podcast, my Facebook premiere show, or you can catch my show on my YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on upcoming events, please go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. It is a great day to talk about money, and that is what the show is all about, how to make money, Save money so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you are hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to moneyhour.com And now on our show, panel conversation with my two guests, Michael Bowitz of and magnetic mind studios <laughs> and right. rose harrow of rose harrow coaching right here on 1150 amk and am K-N-A-A-A-M 50 you know what i'm trying to say it's my radio <laughs> show all right michael thank you so much for uh joining me in studio and rose it's a pleasure harrow.
3: to be here tina thank you
1: Thanks yeah for really excited to uh, have a conversation with both of you. And I love the panel conversation because it's an opportunity for um, my guests to get to know the two of you together a little bit before we get into your individual interviews. So I'd like to make an introduction or um, uh, read out the bio for both of my guests. First, Michael. He is on a mission to show businesses how to communicate more effectively. An expert in the use of language and behavioral neurology, Michael creates powerful communication strategies that accelerate small business growth. Strategies that are specifically tuned to resonate with both the business owner and their audience so that they trigger feelings of trust, And create the desire to purchase. And then a little bit about Rose. Uh, Rose is a change maker catalyst, coaching executives and entrepreneurs to align their work and life purpose so that they can be themselves while they have a bigger, making a bigger difference in the world. Her life purpose is to make a better world through heart-based one-to-one executive coaching, and also authentic marketing from heart-based entrepreneurs who want to make good living while doing the most good in the world. As a former executive director of an international nonprofit and certified master business coach, she coaches clients from four continents to grow profitable heart-based businesses without burning out or selling their souls and very excited again, to have both of you in studio. And the first question, I always ask different questions in my panel conversation, except for the first question. This is always the same question because I think it's important for people to be able to get to know who you are and why you do what you do is to connect what life experience brought you into your line of work. So Michael, what about you? What life experience brought you into what you're doing uh, today?
3: Sure. So, My story actually goes back to the first grade. Uh, That was my first experience uh, with uh, teasing being teased and seeing other kids get teased. And for some reason, I never understood that frame. Mm -hmm. Right? Like I saw someone else uh, get teased and I'm like, wait a second, what they said or did seems okay to me. How come this happened? Now at six years old, you don't have the emotional maturity to make much sense of anything except for Saturday morning cartoons, maybe. (laughs) <laughs> but um i realized you know looking back from where i am now many decades later that that was the start of my deep curiosity of how we relate to each other how we understand each other so later in life when i discovered all the elements that go into behavioral neurology of course i'm thinking to myself oh there's the answer let's go learn all about that <laughs> right and it just one step after the other really just trying to answer this question, how come we understand each other and treat each other the way that we do?
1: Uh, yeah, and this is why I like this question so much, is because there's always a story that's connect behind the why to what you do. Yeah. And if you're listening to the show today and you don't know what that is, I encourage you to go back and to connect your dots. A commencement speech, uh, Steve Jobs' commencement speech for Stanford, uh, was in the first time that I connected my dots, and I had no idea that my that I had defining moments that connected to other defining moments. And this was late in my my professional career uh, when I watched this. It was back in 2015, and to that date, I didn't know that my defining moments, each and every one connected to each other. And so it really is a powerful exercise. And it's really great to be able to share that uh, with your clients and why you do because people connect through story. So Rose, what about you? What life experiences brought you into your line of work or what life experience?
4: It's sort of a sequence of events, and um, in in the beginning, long eons ago, um, I was actually a massage therapist in private practice, and I had a lot of clients who were really smart and you know well educated, high paying jobs, and they wanted to make changes in their lives and they couldn't, and they didn't know why, and they could talk all about it, but it was like they were just so held back by something invisible. So I got really curious about how people make change. And I was fortunate to meet a man who was a precursor to a lot of brain, brain connecting work and studied int- intensively with him for several years. So I was doing that work in private practice um, and I never marketed it all. It was all word of mouth and that was working really well. And then I, I got into business coaching quite by accident. Actually, it was a car accident and it wiped me out so thoroughly that I realized. I need to learn how to make money at a whole new level because I've got this enormous medical debt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and that's when I realized I didn't I didn't know how to market. And um, and it just kind of led me into the whole world of um, I had been avoiding that whole world of business, you know, oh business and marketing especially and um, it, it was this real awakening to how exciting and interesting and essential yeah, healthy, good marketing is,
1: yeah. And yeah, absolutely change is the is the most difficult thing to change to do because once you create a habit, it's really hard to break that habit. And that is actually my second mindset in success for business is taking the hard road, which represents change. So, and then you brought fear in there. That's my third mindset, embracing fear. So you took that fear and you let that adrenaline of the fear drive you to move, to make that change, to be Mm -hmm. successful versus Mm -hmm. allowing that fear to take you down because it's going to do one or the other. So thank you so much for that, Rose. Uh, Michael, who is your ideal client?
3: So in the work I do, uh, we elicit my clients belonging traits. This is the these are the traits of the business that will make someone feel like they belong. Mm-hmm. And so for myself, the belonging traits for my business are as follows. Uh, my ideal client is someone who loves to learn new things. That's the big one, right? The ones that they're open to what's the new ideal, constant learners.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Mm-hmm. They also have to have a high degree of empathy because the work we do is very introspective. And if you don't have a lot of empathy, you're not gonna enjoy working with me, <laughs> right? Uh, The other one, there are four of them. There is what I call intellectually creative, meaning they can take two different ideas and combine them to make a new idea, uh-huh. right? So they're creative in that sort of intellectual way. And finally, not my favorite, but definitely a requirement. They are absolutely 100% Driven to succeed, but they're not super neurotic about it.
1: So explain. <laughs> to explain. So, Aggressive
3: type A's need not apply.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, got it. So you want you really want you want an I, uh, you in in the disc profile. In the disc talking, system, you know, uh, the eyes is.
3: tend to get the most. Yeah. Out of it, but also you no know, the in that in that system, um, S and I's get a lot of it, but also uh, C's. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 The only reason I said I is because they're away from the driver's side, but they absolutely are. uh, uh, They're wanting that success level, but it's coming in a curiosity way and they're very creative, right? You got it. You got it. That that is great, Michael. That is definitely, I think it's important for every business uh, business owner to know who their ideal client is. And then you really can uh, make a difference and help the people that you can best help, right?
3: For sure, and the, and the of- rose. Oh, okay. what was that, Michael? Well, the benefit of knowing these is that if you notice you're in a conversation with someone who doesn't match your belonging traits, yeah. you you know you're probably not in a in a sales conversation.
1: Yeah,
3: so you can pivot. Absolutely. What other kind of conversation could this be? That's beneficial.
1: Yeah. So you. Um, so if you're listening to the show, Michael just gave us a coaching tip because this is exactly what he does. It's it's all about. And the the reason why do we want to make a sale is because we're here to make a difference in people's lives. We're here to share the product and service that we have to offer with people that need our product and service, and that we're most likely going to connect with, so that we can sell that service to them. So um, if you can uh, change your mindset around the sale, it is our responsibility to help as many people that we can, and we can't help unless we get that sale, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rose, what about you? What is your ideal client?
4: Well, often my ideal client is a mid-career executive, uh, somebody who's had some success, quite a bit of success often, and uh, they're in their midlife and they're just saying, well, what's next? I want to use my power and my position to make a bigger difference. And so how can I, how can I do the most good with that? Um, so that's they're ready, it. To, they're ready mm-hmm. to
1: take that next, that next journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, Michael, what would you say is your key to success?
3: Uh, The biggest one for me, and this is something I learned probably about 10 years ago, and it changed my business drastically, Mm -hmm. is everything is in draft form. Mm -hmm. I used to be that perfectionist that like, no, I'm not going to let anyone see it or it's not good enough, all that stuff going on. But once I changed my perception into like, no, this is just the next draft. Yeah. There's another one after this and possibly even another one after that and so on that everything is in draft form. A, it takes the pressure off. Yes. And B, boy, did I start getting off my butt and getting things done.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
3: Right. (laughs) It's just the next draft. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what happens. I,
1: I love that dialogue because, uh yeah, perfectionists, <laughs> it can be the worst thing, but you can be a perfectionist and not let that take you down. If you act like a perfectionist, you'll never implement anything because nothing is perfect. Right. And the reality is, is once it gets out to the market, that's where the perfection starts to come in because until it gets out to the market and you are actually engaging and using it, number one, and number two, you're getting that constructive feedback. So always asking, what could I do to make this better? It's not constructive criticism, it's constructive right. feedback share one thing that I could do right now that could have leveled this up, whatever that, you know, that is. And through the process of actually the constructive feedback, you're always able to uh, level that up. That is great. And Rose, what about you? What is your uh, key to success?
4: Um, I I think for me, it really is the heart connection that uh, when I talk to an audience or an individual, I, I'm always looking for where's the heart connection. And you know, and is it a match too, right? Like Michael was saying, is it a match? Is it not a match? And to, to get a sense of that. And also I'm highly intuitive. And so when I work with somebody, there's no wasted time. I I have I do use assessment instruments, but I also um, intuitively like key into how is this person going to, to learn best or how do they function and when and what language are we going to use to connect with each other? What kind of systems are going to support them? You know, are they right brain dominant or are they left brain dominant or they have some other unique learning style and um, just how to connect with that individual?
1: Yeah, that is beautiful. Definitely coming from the emotional side, which builds the connection. So uh, we have a minute to wrap up. So in one sentence, if you can answer this, Michael, what problem does your business solve?
3: Business owners, what do I need to be saying so that people want to say yes to me?
1: Love it. Rose, one sentence. The problem I solve is soul
4: hunger, actually, and the desire to do the most good.
1: Beautiful. Nice job in that one sentence. All right. Coming up next on the Money Hour, how to promote your business and get a hell yeah. I have Michael Boas of Magnetic Mind Studio right here on 1150 AM KKNW.
2: Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 1150
0: KKNW. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell.
1: You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 a.m. KKNW, the Saturday, August 13th show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere show, or you can capture my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on my upcoming events, you can go to Tina Events.com. I am your host, and local mortgage expert Tina Mitchell. I'm here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you are hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1 855. 41150 again that's 1855 41150 or you can go online to themoneyhour.com uh now in studio I have Michael Lebois of Magnetic Mind Studio how to promote your business and get a hell yeah right here on 1150 a.m. KKNW hello Hi, Michael. So excited to have my individual conversation with you and share with my uh, listeners all the great stuff that you're doing. So I always have my show, uh, my guests come up with their own show tagline title. So I got to go right into it. What creates a hell yeah response?
3: (laughs) So uh, just a little bit bit of a pre-frame, my background's in behavioral neurology. So everything I'm going to share with you is based on how our brains are kind of wired up. I love that. And I've distilled it down to two main things. Uh, The two things that create that hell yeah. First, your audience needs to know, or they're asking one question, which is, what is the main outcome I get from working with you? One outcome, right now, a worry about outcomes, they are not necessarily the thing that you deliver. There's a gentleman named Theodore Levitt, pretty famous uh, Harvard professor, who once said, people don't want a quarter inch drill. What they want is a quarter inch hole.
1: Okay. Yeah. But
3: you might be selling a drill. You might be delivering a drill in this metaphor, but what they want is a hole in the wall. So make sure you communicate what's the main outcome of what you do. Now, that's what they're really buying from you the other piece of uh thing that your customer wants to hear from your message that gets that hell yeah is they want to know do we share the same beliefs Mm -hmm. because there's a part of our brain that when someone meets you for the first time meets you in your business they're actually making a survival assessment are you safe to be around or not this is the language of trust right here this is what all trust is all about right are you safe or not and the fastest way to get to trust is simply tell them what you believe. Our the way our brains are are organized is when we know you share the same belief I do,
2: uh-huh.
3: we know you are safe. Boom, that triggers trust.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And when that you put
3: those great. two together, those become your hell yeah. Yeah.
1: Lessons. And when you're when you're doing that, you you need to be authentic with who you are, oh. and know that you're not going to connect with everybody. You be your authentic, real self, and what your beliefs are, and the people that are meant to be attracted to you, you will attract. And yes. the ones that don't say the same, they have the same belief. It's good to figure that up front because you're going to probably lose them anyways, right?
3: Not you. No, you're not going to lose them anyways because they just won't even get into your world in the first place.
1: Ah, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Thank you. They'll, the they'll
3: self eject out of your world and say, "Oh, not for me." Yeah. And they don't even take that step to be, uh, to want to say, well, what are you all about? Like, you just told them.
1: Yes. So they know,
3: like, not me. Now, they won't say that uh, consciously.
1: Of course, it's all subconscious. Right. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, Michael, uh, why do people feel that way uh, uh, about things, but not others?
3: So- that part of our are brain about
1: some things and yeah, not others. Yeah.
3: It happens for everything. We go through this neurology for everything we'd make a decision on, okay. right? We're just, are you like kind or not? Are you like me? When all those marketing advice of like, yeah, you, you got to talk about them. You got, you know, what's in it for them type of stuff. All that's really pointing out or getting to is communicating on a level that allows them to say, answer the question. Are you like me? And yeah. we do that through our identity. Is your identity like me? This is why beliefs are so important. Mm-hmm. But things also have an identity. Um, I guarantee if everyone listening, in your mind's eye, if you walk into your kitchen and you open up that drawer and you pull out that spatula, the reason why you chose that spatula is there's something about it matched your identity. <laughs> okay? yeah. yeah. Right. This is why some people buy the bamboo spatula or the high tech spatula. Uh Why am I talking about spatulas? Because it's the most mundane thing ever. Yet, this neurologist or the one that has the little
1: bumblebees on it. I mean, that's my favorite spatula. I love the bumblebees.
3: Exactly. (laughs) So, um, the reason why we like some things or others, or even the reason why we're going to choose one business over another, even though they may technically do the same thing, is because. The one we chose matches our identity yeah. more than the other one does.
1: Makes sense. Yeah. So what specific things can a realtor do right now to get them to a hell yeah? I work with a lot of uh, real estate agents, yeah. uh, obviously, in my mortgage business.
4: Sure.
3: So along those two things, the uh, what's the main outcome I deliver? Mm-hmm. And do we share the same beliefs? So here are the questions to get to those answers, Okay. okay. On the outcome. What do they get when you they got what you gave them? Uh-huh. All right. I'll give you an example, not in the real estate field, but one where I it's so left field <laughs> that I that I that I love it. Um I once worked with a company that makes cooking gadgets, right? And they were saying, hey, buy our stuff. It does this, it does that, and all the features and benefits. Um We discovered the real outcome for their business and this is unique to them is ready for this everyone deserves to feel valued Mm
4: -hmm.
3: they were selling the feeling of being valued now how we got there was through the other question which is what is it that you believe and to get there you simply ask what's important to me this is you asking yourself what's important to me about what i do And for this cooking gadget company, what was important to them, and I love this example, is it's fun to show off. Huh. Now, I use this example because it illustrates one important thing. The belief does not have to be profound. The heavens do not need to part, right? And it's like, here's a piece of wisdom. No, it's just a belief. Mm -hmm. And for this company, the belief was it's fun to show off. They loved hosting dinner parties and having like, oh, my God, you cook this. Mm -hmm. This is the core belief system that made these people want to create this company in the first place.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Why does that matter? It's because it's how we get to feel valued. Sure. Now that translated now into now a message instead of buy our stuff, it does this, that other thing into, Hey, do you want to be the star of the dinner party?
1: Yes. Yeah. And now it's
3: an identity question, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And if you're answering, yeah, I do. Well, guess what? These are the only cooking gadgets for you. Yes. Right. Yes. So similarly, a real estate agent, you need to be asking yourself, what's important to me about the work I do?
0: Mm -hmm.
3: And you're going to want to make it about the client. I help them do this. I help them do that. Fantastic. There's so many ways to help them do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But what's important to you about that? Yes. Once you have that, it's like, great. What do you have now that you have that? And that's the outcome.
1: Yeah. And this is, it's so important, Michael. We talked a little bit about, you know, why you do what you do and what life connection. Um, you know, for mm-hmm. me, I bought my first home when I was 20 years old and uh, growing up, I played my violin at Pike Place Market to help my parents keep a roof over our head. So we were really challenged and didn't have a security home ownership. So being able to buy my own home, that was my why behind wanting to do mortgages so I could help others reach their dream of home ownership. So right. that's a similar example, right, Michael?
3: Well, now you're talking about your client though. You uh-huh. help them- Achieve the dream of home ownership. Now the question back to you is what's important to you about fulfilling one's dream, especially around home ownership. Ah,
1: okay. I'm going to side that because I want to go on with my questions yeah. because I have no idea. I have to, so you're, this is where the exploration it, because, comes. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, this is why I love having a show because I get all kinds of great information for myself as well as yeah. I'm doing these interviews. All right. So I got to think about that, uh, Michael, and then I'll, uh, I'll reach back out to you and let you know sure. what my answer is. Okay. What are people doing? That's not very effective when they're promoting their business.
3: Yeah. So the big thing I see, and this is not just the individual business owner, but I see Fortune 500 companies making this mistake. They just have the power of a lot of money to <laughs> do advertising uh-huh. and such like that. But the main thing is focusing way too much attention on the features and benefits. Now we've all learned that, you know, don't talk about the features, talk about the benefits. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? Benefits are only going to get you so far too. Okay. Because they actually talk to the wrong part of the brain. They're not talking to the part of the brain that makes the yes or no decision. They're talking to a part of the brain that justifies the decision.
1: So they're talking about to the right side, not talking to the left side.
3: Something like that. I call it the human brain versus critter brain. Yeah. Right? So there we are talking all about our features and benefits, which is fine things to talk about, but we're giving our audience a lot of information about how to justify a decision. Yeah but not enough about how to make the decision, which is all so identity. So the based.
1: fact side, but not the emotional side.
3: Exactly. This is why they say all sales are emotional, but yeah. no one ever said what emotion you're talking about or what the heck that actually means in the first place.
4: Mm-hmm. Here,
3: I'm going to lay it all out for you. What they're talking about is making that connection on identity.
1: Okay. This is
3: who our, my business is, not what it does. Mm-hmm. This is what we're all about. You put a stake in the ground. This is what we're all about. Oh, I can, I, you get me is what the audience says. Now they're going to be looking at your features and benefits and going, yeah, I want all that stuff. Yeah. From you specifically you, (laughs) right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the big mistake.
1: Okay. So what is one really big piece of advice that most people have never heard before?
3: Okay. A really big piece of advice.
1: And I'm,
3: Yeah, so I'm gonna try to make this uh, focused on your audience who I presume are more in the real estate business, right? A
1: lot of listeners. But yes, we do have a lot of real estate agents that Okay, the show. so we can use them as an example,
3: right? So a big piece of advice uh, for uh, everyone listening is you have to be vulnerable. That's not going to be easy for a lot of people to do. Yeah. There are some people who are going to be like, yeah, I'm totally down with that because that's their personality style, right? So find, and here's the thing, and a lot of people say like, what's, yeah, I've heard for be vulnerable and it's pretty vague. Uh, here, that's the thing. Be your version of vulnerable.
1: Okay.
3: Okay. What, and that's the big question. What is my version of being vulnerable and being so give open? Me, give
1: an example of what that honest? might look like.
3: I work with a client. She came to me. She says, I do um, I prepare taxes and I sell life insurance. I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. how do those connect? Right. She's like, that's what I'm coming to, right? That's what I need to know. It turns out that her big belief system is you have to be financially ready for whatever life throws at you.
0: Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Now think about what those specific words say. And I get I get super nerdy with language. Whatever life throws at you, yep. not whatever happens, not what's ever in the future, life is throwing stuff at you. Sure. It's presupposed in that yeah. whole system. So by being vulnerable about understanding, this is about what life is throwing at you because she's got her own personal stories about what life threw at her and how okay. she overcame. Mm-hmm. Now she knows who her audience is and who she's going to connect with. People who have also had the same experiences in life. Yeah yeah right Mm -hmm. but by using this language to connect with the part of the self that's pretty vulnerable now she doesn't have to tell the story if she doesn't Uh want to sure but by saying hey you know what life throws stuff at you i'm gonna make sure you're ready for it yeah and notice the vulnerability in there that it asks not not just of you saying it but it asks your audience to look into themselves
1: yes yeah and that's I, I mean you know storytelling is is a key to connecting and yeah. you know if if regardless of what your story is people are connecting their own story from the past the present or what they're worried about for the future right mm-hmm. Yes, yeah.
3: Absolutely. And that was
1: the that was the why behind uh, writing my book and then creating my yeah. keynote, tragedy to triumph is, you know, with my mortgage clients, I don't tell them my story, but I do um say that, you know, the piece of playing my violent Pike Space Market and bought my first home when I'm 20. And, you know, so I tell that why I'm passionate about doing what I'm doing is helping people achieve yep. the dream of home ownership. Now I gotta say why well, that's important to me and I'm gonna think about that. Yeah. Um and you know, I, I do have a I sh- share my keynote, tragedy to triumph. So if they're interested, mm-hmm. it's writing in my credentials. I don't say That it's there, but when they look at my credentials, they see it. So if they want more information, what is Tina's story, tragedy to triumph? You know, so it's finding how you can bring in your story and your vulnerability and be able to connect and then Mm -hmm. have a platform for people to get more information if they happen to be interested in a right.
3: Yeah. Well, I want to bring up one more because I give talks from time to time, and at the end of my talks, I always do, I always pick someone out of the audience to do a hot seat, right? Okay. This happened last basically a week ago. Uh, he's an it guy and like, what's important to you, what's important to you. And what it all came back to, he kept saying is like, you know what? I just want them to love me type huh. of thing. Like I love it when my clients love me is what huh. he's like. Uh, I, I tried to come at it at different angles, but it all came back to that until finally I figured out that's the big deal. And I encouraged him like, you need to just say that. Yeah. Imagine um, an IT person saying, who all say, I'm going to like take all this headache off your plate, blah, 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 it's the price of entry. But this guy could legit from his own belief system, look a potential client in the eye and say, here's the deal. I love it when you love me.
1: Yeah. I just want you to love me. Right? Yeah. And the
3: way I get you to love me is to make sure all this stuff features and benefits sure. happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do
3: you want to hire an IT person who's just going to make the stuff happen or there's someone who's so invested in making sure you love them, yeah. <laughs> right?
1: Well, the key is you fall in love with them and, and you don't even know why you why you like that person so much. It's all like yeah. you said, it's in the subconscious uh, way. Yeah. yeah. Great stuff. So um, we've got a minute to wrap up the show. i really quick. I just want to ask, how did you become an expert uh, in this space, Michael?
3: Um, I fell into it. My first career was industrial design and along the way I discovered a whole bunch of modalities that answer that question. How is it that we understand each other? Uh, the first one is NLP, which led to neo which led to Ericksonian language patterning, a whole bunch of acronyms that no one needs to know about. Right. Yeah. All that comes together. And then one day, um, it just connected. This is how this stuff works in our neurology. Having zero experience in public speaking, I decided to give a talk, and that led to a workshop, which led to this business. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. oh, very exciting journey, and um, I'm excited to connect with you one on one after we, you know, wrap up the show. Michael, thank you so much for uh, for being here. And if you're listening to the show and you want to connect with uh, Michael, please reach out to the show. You can go online to themoneyhour.com. And uh, Michael, thank you again.
3: Thank you so much. It was it was a pleasure.
1: Thank you. Coming up next in the Money Hour, success from the inside out, Rose Harrow of Rose Harrow Coaching right here on 1150 AM KKNW.
0: Rose Harrow is a change maker catalyst, coaching executives and entrepreneurs to align their work with their life purpose so they can be themselves while they make a bigger difference in the world. As a former executive director of an international nonprofit and a certified master business coach, she coaches clients from four continents to grow profitable, heart-based businesses without burning out or or selling their souls. Let the Changemaker Catalyst help you by visiting roseharrow.com.
2: Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk, 1150.
0: You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell.
1: You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM, KKNW, the Saturday, August 13th show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere show, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. I am your local mortgage expert and your host of the show, Tina Mitchell. I bring into studio each week the best of the best experts and our local market on everything regarding your money. And now in studio, very excited to have a conversation and share it with you, uh, Rose Harrow of Rose Harrow Coaching Success from the Inside Out, right here on 1150 a.m. At KKNW. Rose, very excited to uh, share. Your coaching with my clients. Thank you so much for, or with my listeners. Thank you so much for coming on my show.
4: Thanks, Tina. This is really, this is really fun and exciting for me. I love talking about this stuff. Oh, I love everything, everything that you and Michael were just saying. I was like nodding my head. I know what I'm thinking as I'm
1: doing the introduction into the show, I'm still thinking about the, um why it's important to me or what I want and I forgot exactly how I explained it but I'm missing that last part of the templated piece I was just literally uh, thinking that yeah both of you are just amazing guests to have on the show and I think you're you're tying you'll tie in really well uh mm-hmm. with people that are listening to the show and whether you own a business or you work for an employer or you're a stay-at-home mom uh coaching and understanding how to be the success and successful in business is a mirror of what you can utilize these skills mm-hmm. in your communication with your family. Family and your loved ones uh, as well, correct?
4: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well,
1: to start out, first question I'd like to ask you, Rose, is what do you mean by success from the inside out?
4: So it's it's similar to all of the things that we've just been talking about. Some of the things that Michael just said, of course, and and that um, you know we really we really can't be happy if we're one person in our personal life and then we turn into something else so that we can yeah. do our job it just doesn't work it's not sustainable and people are never happy that way and so sometimes um somebody will come to me they're they're like very successful in the middle of their career and they've made lots of money and and everything seems to be going well everybody else is happy mm-hmm. but they're not happy and they're they're asking the um is this all there is question and so um that that's often when we start working together it's like it's really got to come from the inside out and a lot of times people skip that step an yes. identity step and and our identity evolves over our lifetime absolutely it's it a static it's a draft like michael said mm-hmm. you know
1: yeah and you can be uh early in your career and you can start um uh nailing it from the beginning working from your inside out or you can be 20 30 years into your career and start now and let's go ahead and backtrack and figure out how to adjust what I'm doing from the inside out, right? (laughs) So no matter where you're at uh, in your journey right now. So Rose, what do you do and who do you do it for?
4: So I'm a catalyst and I'm a catalyst and I have systems. So I kind of have the left brain and the right brain part, but but basically um, uh, people find me when they're ready for change, when they're ready to pivot or when they're in, in a spiritual emergence emergency emergence um one of my favorite clients was a, an attorney very powerful successful man he came into my office one day and he said well my whole life is falling apart and i said that's great we can create whatever you want yeah and and uh, you know it just it was just a reframe to like okay this is a maximum opportunity
1: yeah I you know, like to look at um, our biggest challenges in business or biggest tragedies in life, that those are really the opportunity that something magical is waiting on the other side, because I believe in the balance. So if you have a small challenge, there's a small opportunity of equal balance. But if you have a big challenge go for it because that adrenaline that you have along with that, which we've talked about earlier, the adrenaline is going to take you down or it's going to give you strength that you would never have if not for that huge challenge or that huge tragedy that you're dealing with. And it's having a coach that can walk through and navigate you through that process mm-hmm. so that you can maximize uh, that adrenaline. Um, and when you go to a good, uh, great self-defense class, it's not about the moves. It's about getting you in the most real situation to where you can experience that adrenaline. So then they can teach you what to do when that adrenaline hits and then they give you the tools so you've got the confidence to fight your attacker. It's mm-hmm. the same thing in life and business, correct, Rose?
4: It's beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, so let's talk about what exactly is a change maker. It's so beautiful, a change so, maker. It, it is, and
4: it's funny because when I meet people and talk or when I speak to a group, that I'll I'll say I'm a change maker catalyst. That my job my work uh, life purpose is to work with people who want to make a difference in the world and make that happen or help that happen or uh, you know help them find blind spots and things like that. So they're basically people who want to change the world and for the better. And often people just self identify. Uh, again, like Michael said, it's like, they, they'll go, oh, that's nice. Do you have any grandchildren? You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or they'll say, I need to work with you. You know, I've been looking for you. Um, they know who they are. And and there are people who are intentionally, like, looking for how can I do the most good? How can I take what I've learned, and my position, you know, hey, I'm the, I'm the CEO of a company, I can make decisions that will make our whole company be more supportive of the common good. Yeah. Um so so deliberate people who deliberately want to change the world for the better. That's anybody yeah. who's a change maker and it can be an executive it can be an acupuncturist it can be uh-huh. um a business uh, you know somebody who has a storefront. Yeah. It's that heart space and that motivation that is the match for me.
1: Yeah. And and when you feel that, that's when you need to reach out to somebody like Rose, because again, having uh, somebody that has the expertise and the training behind how to draw that out and to help you be able to see those blind spots um, Mm -hmm. is critically important to be able to maximize and ultimately get to where you're meant to be. Because without having somebody uh, help you coach through that process, it's really hard to get to the person that you were designed to be all on your own, right?
4: Very hard to do it for yourself yeah. with any objectivity. Yeah, it's yes. real challenging.
1: So, what kind of results do uh, people get from working this way?
4: So, um, a lot of my a lot of my clients are people who are really highly skilled at what they do, but they you know, if they're like an executive world, they're really um, sometimes have have blind spot about um, the ways that they communicate, the language they use. that puts off the very people they need to be on their team and to help implement their vision and their ideas. Or if it's in a business, for example, I had a client who who was doing really beautiful um, nonprofit work in the third world country, but he had attitudes about money, that money was so bad that he had a a fundraising event and he could not bring himself to speak to the people who were there to give him money. Wow. Big, you know, big internal,
0: disconnect.
4: yeah, that needed to shift. Um, just one more quick example is um, somebody else who had a service business that was wonderful service business, really great guy, and uh, all we did was we changed his strategy for how he answered the phone, oh. and his business increased seventy percent.
1: Yeah, I always say if you are not getting the results that you want, it is almost always. In your dialogue, in your messaging, and the words that you're using, it can be just a couple adjustments mm-hmm. uh, that you use. And I've I learned this in my own business. In you know, once I came to the realization that I need to uh, lead with advice versus ask, quit, quit asking questions. Now, not in your space. Your space is different. But I'm talking about a you know, selling a mortgage or a product instead of making a an, uh, an ask lead them with your advice when you're trying to connect with with them with someone that they need to know instead of saying, would you like me to introduce you to such and such for homeowners insurance and say, instead say, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this introduction because you need to get connected here. And so, yeah, it's just a couple of shifts in how you're using your words uh, to be able to connect and to get the results more importantly for the people that you're trying to serve, not just what you're trying to do for yourself, because that's ultimately what it's about. So would you share a little bit about your journey and how did you get here, Rose?
4: So um, I'm going to start with the car accident episode because that was a big pivot and Um. um, I I was, you know, caught off guard. I didn't, it, it was one of those moments where I thought this, this is really, I'm really in trouble here and there must be a huge blessing on the way just yeah, you know, yes. what you said yeah. and um and so I just realized like I need to get over my spiritual arrogance about how marketing is not spiritual marketing is not good you know it's pushy and it's uh-huh. salesy and and um and then I started to realize like wait a minute there's a whole different way to market and I started to look for teachers and people I could study with and I just got like you know look for best of the best and and uh uh, over time, I discovered like, this is interesting. I like this. I love strategy. So it kind of, it kind of grabbed me and I just kept taking it until I got certified as a master business coach, like, you know, a cabillion dollars later, but
1: worth everything yeah, and absolutely. Wonderful. Yeah. Market marketing is strategy. It's helping people come up with a strategy so that they can help as many people uh, as they can with, again, their product and or service. So what are some of the blind spots that you see are common in a lot of the clients that you walk through this journey with?
4: I'm going to speak to three. One is that they use nerdy academic language when they're speaking with their potential clients. And, you know, like, that's a turnoff usually. Uh And the other one, another one is that they seek to impress their clients instead of connecting. Yeah. And the third one is, um, is sort of a a blindness to how they lead, that they may lead in a way that's just uh, never going to get engagement from the other side and they can't see it in themselves. Yeah. You know, they think they're being, um, they may use the word forceful, but it's not working.
1: Yes yeah if something's not working gotta figure out a better way to do it Yeah. yeah Okay, and so how is this different from other kinds of business coaching? because and I you know maybe in the last I don't know 10 years or, or so uh, is when you really started seeing a lot of coaches coming in to the market, whereas you know before it, it, it wasn't you didn't have a lot of coaches out there. Now there's a lot of them. So what mm-hmm. sets you aside from a lot of the other coaching out there?
4: Well certainly um you know I've been working with brain science for 30 years I just was so blessed to run into this right person at the right time and also being highly intuitive that I I save people a lot of time I mean one one client said to me we just did 5 years of therapy in the last hour and um Thank you. (laughs) You know, saved me a lot of time. And also just that first step that so many people skip over. It's like, I'm going into business. I'm going to make a website and a business card and I'm going, hold the phone here. You know, who are you? What do you want this planet to do? And let's take a step back and do the identity piece.
1: Yeah. Okay. So uh, somebody that's listening to our conversation right now, Rose, and is asking, you know, how do they know if they would benefit uh, from coaching with you? What, how would you answer that question?
4: Well, the first the first question, people usually just say, it just feels right. I'm supposed to work with you. I just know yeah. it. And they're usually ready for a pivot. They're going through a midlife crisis. And they're really asking, like, is this all there is? I'm ready for more.
1: Okay. All right. So what is common thread between being a leader in an organization, uh, and being an entrepreneur.
4: They, they, the success of both really comes down to communication. Again, similar to what Michael was saying, it's it's about communication and being able to connect with these with the people, your potential clients, if you're an entrepreneur, or if you're uh, an executive, the people that you work with, your colleagues and and the people that you supervise, it's like it you really need to get on the same page with them and to engage them and enroll them in your vision you need to invite them into your vision because yeah. if they're not there, you're not going to get anything done.
1: Yes. And it's, it's knowing those, the adjustments in those words and how you're communicating your message that can make all of the difference. Correct, Rose? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one, one person, one
4: of my clients was a, an executive director hired at a new organization that um, the old one left because there was so much conflict. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she went in like, okay, well, I'm not going to try to win. I'm going to go in and see, like, how we can build a collaboration.
1: And and she
4: was able to do that. And therefore, the organization got back on track. Uh It was all about doing.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, great advice. All right. We have a lesson in a minute, and I need to wrap up the show. So, uh, what type of businesses benefit the most from working from the inside and inside out rows? Um, it's it's actually not so much the type of business as the individual. And okay. you know, one of my
4: favorite things to do really is that one to one executive coaching with somebody who's in a position where they want to do the most good, and um, and and they're ready for more joy. They're ready for more ease. They're ready to not think that they have to work harder. Have more success.
1: Yes. yes, wonderful. Well, Rose, thank you so much for coming in and uh mm-hmm. allowing me to interview you and have a great conversation for our listeners. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Tina. And if you would like to connect with either one of my guests today, please call the show at 855 411 1150 Again, that's one 855 400 1150 or you can go online to themoneyhour.com and give a, a shout out and a wave for people that are watching us on video again to both of you michael and rose uh for coming into studio
4: thank you pleasure thank you
1: and tina mitchell here your host and local mortgage expert it's that time I got to say goodbye. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I look forward to talking more money with you next weekend right here on 1150 AM KKNW.
0: Gina Mitchell MLO 145420 is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.